Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everyone and welcome back to the Copy podcast it's episode three and i'm joined by jay pearson who's a one of the writers for the Copy. so welcome jay you okay i'm all right mate how are you yeah not too bad ta. good stuff so let's get straight into it so we're gonna do a little bit on obviously the chef united game and then we'll do a little preview of the salzburg game which is tomorrow and then a little smaller preview on the leicester game which is on the weekend so chef united one nil away <sighs> seven wins out of seven what did you make of it oh mate it's one of those things where you know going into the game that you're feeling, yeah, we, we we can get three points here, but you know, in the past Bramall Lane's always been, you know, a bit of a ground where teams have struggled and that was no yeah. you know, no change at the weekend. It was our first win there ever, weren't it as well? I think so, yeah. yeah so um tricky place. It was. I think last last time I remember it was I think it might, it might have been Neil Meller scoring in the League yeah. Cup. I just remember the foul of Penn and the yeah. yellow the yellow kit. The yellow kit, yeah. Ninetieth <laughs> minute and I think it was Neil Warnock in charge at the time. It, it was, was human. <laughs> and and he, he still uh, has a goal about that penalty because he got relegated, yeah, yeah. didn't it? So, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, first five minutes, I thought we were brilliant. You know, we, they didn't have a have a yeah. sniff and stuff like that. And you just thought, here we go again. You know, Same let's put our, yeah, put put our feet up and stuff like that. Um, but I think going into the longer the game went went on, you sort of had that sort of feeling. We think, oh god, here we go again. Yeah. You know, are we gonna are we gonna finally drop points? Because yeah. you know, everyone just seems it's it's inevitable. We're, go, we're going to. But that second half, you know, it was, it was nail biting because at the end of the day, Sheffield United were really, really good. You know, credit to them. Yeah, I they thought were. they defended in numbers; they were brilliant. Their two centre halves were fantastic. Yeah. But you know, when you want to win the league, you've got to be lucky sometimes, and you can't get any luckier than the way we scored a goal. Yeah. Well, like I mentioned before, we started recording that that first, that, that shot by Wijnaldum was the first shot on target for us. Unbelievable. Seventieth minute. I think that's the longest. Longest for a, a while that, in terms of game time from the start, yeah, that someone's kept us out for that long in terms of a shot on target. So, fair play to Sheffield United, 100% set up perfectly, yeah, created a few good chances. So, but ultimately, a good win. And that and teams will go there this year and they'll struggle. They, they proved that when obviously they were, they were, a, they were away to Goodison, yeah, at Everton, and 
want to beat them two 0 It's like Jesus Christ, and, and then I, I realised from that moment, like we're, we're going to have a, it's going to be a tough game next week, definitely against them, because uh, obviously if they, if they go to Goodison, they can they can pick them apart. I know Everton yeah. aren't, aren't amazing, well, like course, by, any, by, by any by any stretch, <laughs> but Goodison's in a way a, a tricky away game for anyone, and he went there and did it. So yeah, yeah fair, gonna... fair play to them, and, and you know if they, they carry on playing like that, they'll still definitely stay up. You know yeah. they, they they do. They're organised really well, you know. Um, the manager is very clever at what he does, um, and they were very, very well organised. And do you know what? They could have equalised. They had some great chances, especially when that one that came across the face of goal and yeah. he, you know, ballooned it over. Whether it was offside or not, I don't know. We're not we're never going to find out now with VAR. <laughs> thank God. Um, but you know, they were very, very good. And it, you know, for me, my man of the match was was Joel Matip, and that's a credit to him and a credit to Sheffield United because Matip was fantastic. That's been if you if you if you centre backs your man of the match says everything doesn't it says everything about the game yeah uh, and speaking on Joel Matip he's he's going to be unfortunately injured for tomorrow yeah but a big chance for Joe Gomez to to come in huge chance I mean it's like a reversal last last season is it yeah uh, you know um, Gomez gets injured and Matip comes in and you know it's it's just unbelievable yeah. and now it's going to be the way around I don't think um, Matip's going to be out for a, a long period I think it's just a slight knock yeah obviously um, that's that's what the our match preview today on the site was saying, um, but I just think this is a chance for Joe to to really just Huge step chance. back in, and um, I think his pace is going to be handy as well. Okay, Matip, you know, isn't the fastest, you know, he's got those gorgeous giraffe legs. Um, <laughs> I think he's one because he's so tall, he he, he doesn't look quick, but, but he, but he, he, he's got, there, he has got he? a bit of speed on him, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, and I think uh, for Gomez as well, um, th- their midfield and their strikers are so pacey. You know they've got such a good record of goal yeah, scoring. Yeah. I mean, they scored like forty goals in in the Bundesliga yeah. already. You know, deservedly so where they are. And, um, Haaland has got like f- four or five hat tricks already. He's, it's, yeah, he's too- it's unbelievable. Um, and I think Joe Gomez against that team will will be vital. So yeah. I, he'll step in. He knows he wants to play. You know, he played yeah. against MK Dons. Was a great player uh, for the team that day. And yeah, it, we're not worried, are we? No. You know, we're not worried about, oh, we've got Matip out or Joe, Joe Gomez can step in. It's great. What a selection that. headache to have. Brilliant, yeah. yeah. And I, you just touched on there, Jay, about man of the match. I put a little a little poll up on the on the uh, Twitter page. We had 749 votes nice. and Van Dijk got 49%. Wow. So he was the winner, just Matip got 43%. So two centre-backs basically voted. Proves the point, doesn't it? I put Genie on there. He only got six percent. I just put him on there because he's got this just for the goal. <laughs> yeah, you know, winning a great goal. <laughs> and then I got like um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven shouts for Fabinho. Basically, telling me I'm stupid and why isn't Fabinho oh, well, been listed? Well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can't please everyone. No, you can't. And at the end of the day, there's a big hype about Fabinho at the minute, and you know, rightly so because he's been fantastic he's, since he, so he came good, into the side. So. Um, but like you said with Van Dyke, you know, there's a brilliant piece that went up on on the Copite today, uh, you know, talking about Van Dyke and you know it was like 85 percent of his aerial drills he won and you know he's he's just a colossus at the back and for just him to edge out Matip just shows how good they both were so yeah, yeah fully deserved definitely anyway so we've just touched upon Chef United and because it wasn't a great game we won't go on about it too much obviously we got the win that was all that we needed yeah. Expected of this Liverpool team now. Of course. Of how good we are. Just on touch on that though, <laughs> a big shout to Div- to Divock Origi on that one because when Hendo came off, I mean it was it was quite early for Klopp to make a substitution. He doesn't really make subs that yeah, early. Yeah. And when he came on, I was thinking, right, he's going to bring on another midfielder now and just you know shut the game down yeah, and, yeah. and that type of stuff. But it was one of those things where he brought Origi on 
and he was absolutely blistering on that left hand side. You Looked know, great, didn't they didn't know what to do with him. Yeah. Everyone knows what to expect of Divock, but Sheffield United, and to be fair, I didn't know what was going on because the formation had changed. I couldn't really yeah. fathom out what he was doing, and it worked wonders because it was Divock Origi who created all those chance on left hand side, which led to an album's goal. So, which yeah. could put him in contention for tomorrow night. And that leads perfectly <laughs> onto one of the questions that we've got from Jürgen's Klopp Spionkop, who said Divock Origi was like a breath of fresh air in the forward line when subbed on against Sheffield. Do you think Divock Origi deserves a start in the Champions League? If so, who does he replace? And like you said, Jay, I think he was great when he came on. You can see the little tricks and flicks that he was showing. He was chasing everything down, yeah. making sure they didn't have a minute on the ball. Obviously, the crossing for the goal... You still put the cross in there. You, exactly, you, yeah, you without him. You don't buy a ticket and win the lottery, as, as the saying goes. Spot on. So, um, in terms of the question, I don't think, like we touched on before we started recording, we after the Napoli game, we need three points on the boards and we yeah. we need the the usual front three at, at their legal Agreed. best just to make sure we blow these away because this could be a tricky game. And uh, obviously you touched on before Haaland, who looks, looks really promising. Yeah, I think he might be a doubt. Might be, yeah. So... Major, major positive. If so, but um, <laughs> we, we, like I said, we need, we we definitely need that front three there, just to, just to make sure first fifteen minutes blow them away. So hopefully score a couple, and then just see it on from see it out from there. Exactly, right. and you know you, you you couldn't have said it any better because this is the first time we're playing at Anfield since becoming champions of Europe in the Champions League, and yeah. the atmosphere needs to be right up there. Last season at Red Star because of a similar ilk, you know, was an, yeah. there was an expectation of we're just going to win you know a bit quieter but yeah. it needs to be bouncing tomorrow and yeah. I think that'll get the players up even more because knowing that we've played one game we played our hardest game in the group yeah, arguably definitely we haven't got any points on the board and you're right that front three our usual front three needs to start tomorrow yeah. it really does and like you said get a couple of goals up and then you can bring Divock on yeah definitely it's a shame Shakiri's out as well it is, because it would yeah. have been a nice thing to if we are three or four up by half time or early in the second half you can bring two off and put those two on a yeah. Barcelona again but yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that that moves us into an, another question we've got from Scott Mason, who's another another writer for the uh, for the Copite website. He's he's put a uh, Cater wasn't involved Saturday. Do you reckon he starts against his old club on Wednesday? I think he does. I think he does. I think he's got. To, well, I don't think he's got to, but like he, he wasn't involved um, the weekend. So obviously, he, he, Klopp's obviously easing him back in he's had a lot of yeah. injuries and he's, he keeps getting to the point where he's like right he's going to definitely push on from this moment and then he has another injury breakdown and it's just a cycle again and I don't want this to become a recurring theme no forever. absolutely not. Like he's still only I think he's 24 25 so, like that, so yeah. he's, he's still got a lot of years but the years in, the years in football career fly by he needs to make like these years specifically he needs to make sure he's firing and yeah. obviously there's, there's still people on Twitter you see like oh Cater's a flop there's still people there's still people doubting him like he's he's been here what a, a year 18 yeah. months he's still he's still new like he's still new and I know like he's he, he, he has been getting himself to a level and he's just he, I don't know if he's overexerting himself or I don't know if, maybe he just needs to if it's like a case of storage where he doesn't train as often because we we need Cater on the field because when he's in tipped off form and he's producing the goods He's exactly what we, we bought him. Yeah, mm. exactly. And we haven't got anyone else quite like him. Obviously. No. You could say Oxley chamberlains quite similar. Yeah. But carrying the ball from deep and taking players on and making stuff happen, he's 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 going to be vital in the future for this team. Spot on. I mean, we, you know, we're on our route to Kiev, 
and we always said that the one thing that we sort of missed a little bit was that link between the midfield and exactly and, it and the strikers. So often, wasn't it? It was, and when the Ox was producing that towards the end, we think brilliant, and probably that's what we were missing in Kiev. Yeah. So for us to have Ox and Naby Keita to do those jobs, you spot on, and I think he does start tomorrow. For me, it would be uh, Milner, uh, Fabino, and Keita. Yeah. If not Keita, the Ox. You know, I think that's that's what needs to happen because, like we we said uh, before, we need the points on the board. And if we can get them on early, then we bring on the likes of James Milner or the likes of of, of Alexander uh, Oxley Chamberlain. You know, we bring those yeah. guys on to give them minutes. Cater and the Ox definitely need minutes, and I w- I wouldn't be disappointed if I seen either one of them start. So would you, would you drop like the likes of Henderson and? I sp- I, to me, we've got so many options now that it's great, isn't it? It, we used to be like, oh, if we need this player needs to start, this player needs to start. Whereas now, yeah. obviously, you want the forward three to start. But in terms of midfield, spoiled for choice. Got Arnold and Milner, Henderson, Oxlade, Cater. Yeah. There's, there's so many in there. Even if Lalana started, I don't think I'll be too. To be fat, obviously, yeah. would be a load of fucking. Oh, of course, on Twitter, Twitter going, oh, ballistic. No, Brexit yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Y- you know, he's these players know exactly their their role in in the system and they know how, what they have to do at certain times and if they're not doing that Klopp's just going to pull them off anyway this is it so this <laughs> is it. And, you know we're at home we're under the lights there's there's plenty of opportunities there for us to whatever midfield we get to create and we will get chances obviously but yeah. I do think like we said before no points on the ball we need to be starting strong I think you know you could probably get away with Fabinho not being in there because Salzburg run and we need legs, and Fabino's got the legs. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. you know, with Milner not playing, and we know James Milner's just like a, the the biggest battery ever. He's yeah. just run forever at thirty four years of age, and the Ox has got legs in him as well. So it, it wouldn't surprise me if we had a hand of Milner and Ox. But I do think it, this is set up for Naby Keita. He played against MK Dons, had a decent um, game, yeah. and then he comes in against his old club. It's set up for him. Yeah, that's I mean, we've got so many options in there, so. Any midfields he selects, it's not like we're going to be like, oh, it's just like we know that the Klopp's picked them, they're going to, they're going to be able yeah. to do that job. Exactly. Anyway, so we've just touched before anyone matter, but he's going to be, I think Klopp confirmed today, isn't he? He's definitely going to be out definitely tomorrow. Be out, so, yeah. like we said, big transfer. Joe Gomez to come inside there. So, I think everything else pretty much picked itself, doesn't it? So, definitely. Adrian Trent, Gomez, Van Dijk, Robertson, and we said like maybe Fabinho, Keita, and Ox, maybe. Obviously, maybe Milner, or and then the usual front the usual three. Front three, yeah. I mean, like we said, we need, we need those goals early. Um, Hendo getting pulled at Sheffield might be a sign that he does start tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, like you said, we're spoiled for choice. But you, the, definitely, the rest of the team just sort of picks itself, and we've got no problem with having that back four of Joe Gomez and Van Dijk and Robbo and Trent because it. Solid. It's made such a solid start to the season last year. Yeah, before obviously when Matip came into the team, that yeah. was that was that was, the, that was the first choice, and it like was. we thought there was no potential way. Oh, back the for panic! Joe, no way, no way for back for Joel Matip really. Yeah, but Gomez was. It was like, well, it's going to take a Gomez injury for Matip to get in. That's what happened. And I was said, I think I put a tweet out the other day. It's going to take a a, tr- a Matip injury for Gomez yeah. to get back in, and it just happened. So, oh, you jinxed it, lad. <laughs> <laughs> My fault. <laughs> I get we, shit now. Yeah, it could be. A, it could be a. a a mini swan song for Adrian you never know because obviously we're coming up to the international yeah. break now and maybe the Leicester game might be his That'll last be. game for a while because Alisson's obviously on his way back and you know we all got excited for that but I just think it's brilliant how we're not panicking about the Alisson recovery because Adrian's been so good well we've not that's the thing We've there's no, been no talk of it because no. he's slotted in seamlessly it's the best thing credit, credit to him like if that was me if 
we st- if we didn't buy him, we had Mignolet. Oh. Just like got shivers then thinking just, about just, it. Just the feel because even just stuff, stuff that's happened from the past, like he's just got so much baggage. Yeah, and it was good just for him to get a clean break, like the Caddies thing when he eventually goes. Just clean break, start somewhere new. We've brought Adjun in. He's got no expectation on him. He's a free transfer. He came in. He's won us the Super Cup. Yeah, and then obviously he's had a few dodgy moments here and there. That's to be <laughs> yeah. expected. But uh, get him out your system early. Allison had one on the whole. Like he's been, it's been a revelation, and that. Goes in seamlessly with another question we had from Phil Bork. Phil Burke. Burke. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of our mates. He'll, he'll kill me for not correcting it. <laughs> Sorry, lads. Burke. Um, Allison's back fully fit. Who plays against Arsenal in the CC? Carl- is it still called the Carlin Cup? Carabao Cup. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm to say, I, I read it as Carlin Cup. I read it. Yeah, yeah. I was like Carlin Cup. No, Carabao Cup. Yeah. So he's he's asking if. Is going to be Adrian or Kelleher, and it's got to be Adrian, hasn't it? Really, yeah. it's got to keep the second. Yeah, I mean, if 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 Allison's back and he's and he's and he's and he's sound and he doesn't, you know, he he plays the game and he's fine, or he has a, you know, heaven forbid, he has a little niggle and then Adrian's yeah, yeah. back in. No disrespect, um, but yeah, I do think it's it's Adrian because that's what he was set up for, wasn't he? He'd be playing the League Cup, yeah. but you know, again, shout out to Keller who did really really well against MK Dons. You surprised me how good he was. To be fair, yeah. that save he made, and I think it surprised me how good he was with his feet. Like, Absolutely, per- yeah, perfect. How, how good he was, just knocking it around. You know, when you've been watching like the the celebrations in Madrid and, and Istanbul and stuff yeah. like that, and you're seeing Keller, you know, walking around and stuff like that, I'm looking at him thinking, when's that poor lad going to get a game? You know, when's he going to get that experience? Yeah. But you know, he's been brilliant. Yes, it's been really good. And I think we've got another question. And it's from the big man himself, Dan Moxon. Shout out to Dan. Shout out to DM. <laughs> uh, it's a scenario based. I think he's probably done this because he knows that the Sheffield United game weren't that great. And yeah. We knew that we'd be on 16 minutes 21 and we'd be like, oh shit, what, we talk- <laughs> what should we talk about? <laughs> what should we talk about now? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dan. So, <laughs> nice one, man. Uh, so we've got Hendo and Milner leave in the summer. Who becomes the next club captain? Oh. Extra points if the answer is more creative than just Van Dijk. Well, the answer is Van Dyke. Of course, that's that the, is the that, obvious answer. That is the answer. It's a funny one, that one, because do you remember? I don't know if you know you remember it, but when LFC Twitter went mad when Van Dyke was signed and he wasn't immediately made captain, you know, and people yeah, just, yeah. were just crying out for him to be. That's the leader we need, and this, that, and the other, and he's yeah. gobby on the pitch. And Endo doesn't do that unless he scores a goal, and which is true. Henderson is, you know, he, he just this thing just takes over him when he scores a goal and he's like that's the fire we need him a captain yeah. but he does so much on and off the pitch for this club and everyone knows why he's captain now yeah. I think it is right I mean I should have to think about Henderson and Milner leaving anyway but for Van, it is going to be Van Dyke. but for the sake of the question um, who do you think it would be if it wasn't Van Dyke? I'd probably go for Alisson I think right okay because I think I didn't see that one coming he's, he's came in and it I can't believe how good he's been. To be fair, yeah. I knew we were signing a good goalkeeper. Obviously, seen him when we played Roma, and mm. obviously, we scored loads past him. <laughs> yeah, so it's hard to judge. Thinking. But I could, I could see from the other games that he played, the Champions League, especially the ones that I watched, just quality. And he's the man. You can see he's a leader on the pitch. Yeah. And I always prefer uh, a captain further back, so a, a defender or a goalie. Because obviously they can see more of the see field. More of the pitch, yeah. I've obviously, the, the exception of Stevie J, who was just fucking picked, oh, he's picked everywhere, himself. Obviously, yeah. before before him, it was hippie, wasn't it? So, mm. um, yeah, I think Allison for me. I was I had a quick. I didn't. I haven't thought about it too much, but I think good choice. I don't think anyone would argue if if it was no. I Al- mean Allison. 
that that's it. I mean, I was going to pick Robbo. Yeah. Uh, just for for me personally, because he's Scotland captain. He's got that experience of you know wearing wearing the armband and yeah, stuff like chance. that. He is loud on the pitch. I mean, you know, for yeah. for those of you that do go to Anfield, you know, you, you oh, can yeah, hear him yeah. on the pitch. Yeah, so yeah. It does remind me of Cara. You know, you can always hear Cara on the pitch. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, know, that scream. Yeah. And Robbo <laughs> is just the same. Um, you know, there's nothing better than you know than an angry Scotsman. Boston, <laughs> it? So, for me, it's Robbo because we've had a great history with Scottish captains. Anyway, you know, our yeah. first captain in the club ever yeah, was Scottish, yeah. and you know, it looks like Sir Graham Souness, Kenny Dalglish. You know, it's yeah. it, it, it's that type of player. I'd be like, that would be my captain. Yeah. So yeah, definitely, definitely. for me, yeah, for me, it'd be Robbo. And eventually, you know, you're looking at it, it's going to be Trent one day. Well, that's that's that's, what, that's, that's the what romantic pick, isn't yeah. it? You'd be like, yeah, Trent Scouser, but what he's twenty. He's, he's got a, he's got to feel his way a bit more into this oh, team. He's, we've got too many. I think we've got too many stars at the moment. If if it was if that happened and Trent got given it, yeah, I don't know. It, I think it might affect his performance a little bit. Whereas when Gerard got it at what he was age ready. twenty, he was like, "Yeah, go on, I'm ready for this. Give me it." Yeah. Whereas I think it might affect Trent a little bit in terms of performance and trying to live up to the. Stephen Gerrard yeah, trying to people comparing him to Gerrard straight away, which is yeah. what happened to Henderson and why Henderson's been given. Shit on yeah, me. Exactly, so. yeah, he's spot on me. And it's such a shame as well because Steven Gerrard was the, the the epitome of the Liverpool Football Club as a scouser and for Trent to be again the scouser in our team, yeah, yeah. for him to take that armband would be massive, massive pressure. And you're right, it is romantic, but let's give it another another few years yet. Yeah. Another 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 four at least. Yeah, at least. Let, let let all the Salas and Mane's leave first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's all the questions we have. So we might as well do a little bit more chat on the Leicester game, even though it's, it feels like it's ages away. It does, doesn't it? it does, but it'll soon come round. So for, in terms of that, I think Klopp said Matip will maybe back for that. But then it, obviously it's, it's all depends on how, how good Joe Gomez is tomorrow night. I mean, if he has yeah. a stormer, and then, I don't know, I think Klopp is, he picks people who do well on the previous game. Mm. Yeah, I feel like to me obviously if if he did pick Matt up against Leicester we wouldn't be like well Gomez was unbelievable against Salzburg why we picked Matt up yeah you, you realise Matt has been unbelievable all season and Gomez would just have to accept that anyway so you would I mean you know again we're thinking about it's 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 another di- it's different competition isn't it you know the Premier League's much more physical and maybe maybe it's a bit much for Joe to, to come in and do that yeah. possibly if it is just a slight knock for Joel Matip yeah but I think you know you look at it Objectively, I think you are right in saying if Klopp does pick Gomez on Saturday, we won't we won't worry about it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the great thing about this side. Uh, and Leicester are a tough opposition. And again, Vardy really so well. quick. Gomez is perfect. Yeah. Perfect because to kept him quiet last season. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd shout out to Leicester. How well, they're doing. I can't. It's, it's unbelievable, it's, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I think Brendan Rodgers has looked at back on not. As fondly as maybe he should be, like when you look back at him, people are like, oh yeah, Suarez made as good, and yeah, he mm. did. But there's so many more factors to that. Like he had Brendan, Brendan set them up. Do you yeah, know what I mean? he set them up. Definitely. He picked the team. Like storage, the storage Suarez and Sterling little combination we had back in them days. That was lethal. Obviously, our defense was absolutely shite. <laughs> so uh, I think that's why I think people expected him to build on that strong forward line, and then. Because the defense, we, we didn't manage to get that defense up, to, up no. to speed in terms of not leaking like five goals a game and having to score six down the other <laughs> yeah. end. Oh god, they're entertaining games. <laughs> you yeah. certainly got your money's worth. That's why we were on the on the telly for the last 
I think it was 12, 13 yeah, games yeah. of the season on the TV because yeah. we were just so entertaining to play. But you are right in saying he does deserve more credit than he gets Brendan Rodgers. Yeah. Um, you know, that diamond that he used to play in midfield worked wonders. Gerard at the back, you know, Henderson playing a more forward role, which he's now knocked on Klopp's door and said, that's it. my best position. And it is, definitely. Fair play to him, you know, and that was that was such a good team. And you are right in saying, you know, once you lose Suarez, you're losing those 34, 35 goals. Yeah. And Sturridge is getting injured. Poor, poor Brendan didn't have a fighting else <laughs> did he you know what I mean so that was our get out of jail free card them two up top so you, you lose them too yeah exactly you, you lose everything <laughs> of course you do and you've got to rely on Raheem still and he was a lot younger back then and oh, yeah. you know, a lot more pressure no, on him and... he is um, but he's not even the same player as when no, the one we had definitely not because he couldn't even hit a barn door he was so bad in front of goal wasn't he he was so bad he was just but there for his he's assist just, he's but, just smashing them in yeah and like you said credit to Leicester who have sold uh, Harry Maguire to Man United for yeah. 80 million and now they're above him yeah she's just brilliant I love it, it. Love it. I just love, love to see it it's great <laughs> so yeah fair play to them and I hope they carry on doing that this season just not against us yeah well I think should we do should we do score predictions for tomorrow go on then you go first I'm gonna go I st- I, I, every time I do this I think we're gonna concede I think the, the last three well obviously the last three we've, I've done I've said we're gonna concede <laughs> so I'm gonna do it again I'm going to go for 3-1, Liverpool. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to go for 4-0. I'm thinking the Red Star yeah, I I hope. last season. and First game back at Anfield, under the lights, European champions. Yeah, I'm going for 4-0. Sound. Any particular scorers? Um, I'm feel, I'm, if Ox starts, I'm, I'm, feel, I'm feeling, feeling an, an, Ox, Ox, an Ox belter. An Ox belter, yeah. So. I'd, I'd love an Abby Cater belter, just oh, to yeah. shut everyone up. Yeah, just absolutely. A, a few step overs in the top corner, just smash <laughs> on, shut them all up. <laughs> While we're on the topic of score predictions, should we do one? For, we might as well do one for Leicester as well. Might as well. Let's do it. Uh, I'm feeling a two nil. Two nil. Yeah, I think we'd be a bit more cagey uh, because we know how good Leicester are, yeah. um, and given what happened uh, last season uh, when we drew one all, albeit yeah. weather affecting, blah 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 blah, yeah. we still need to watch out because they're such a good side, and Brendan Rodgers has got them playing even better than last year. So I'm going just for two nil. Well, I think obviously we've seen what Brendan Rodgers' tactics are: press high. And press as far as you can, and just put put us under the more pressure. Obviously, we're we're more adept at dealing with that now, so it's I reckon it'll be quite an end to end game. And I feel like we're going to concede again. So <laughs> a pessimistic bastard, but I'll go. I'm going to go two one, two one Liverpool on that one. I'll take like, it. I feel mate. like Vardy's going to Vardy. He just always scores, doesn't he? He always gets a little little cheeky one at the end. Oh, uh, he's on fire. I mean, that's that that he's uh, you know above oh, Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo now is that. There's the same amount of goals, but in less appearances. Is it spot on? Yeah, ridiculous. Unreal, isn't doesn't it? Get the, doesn't get the the plaudits he deserves, does he? No. We Jamie. Anyway, I think that's probably it. We're on twenty five minutes. Uh, yeah. So we will. Well, I'll see you. And Jay might be back on soon if he wants to come on. I'm sure he will. Oh mate, I'm always <laughs> here for you. Always here. <laughs> I'll be back on uh, Saturday. I'll be doing one straight after the Leicester game with me good mate Al. So I'll see you on Saturday. Cheerio. No one even cares No one even cares Those days will soon just disappear No one even cares Sports Social Podcast Network